0: Close only counts in horseshoes and hands. Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. This is Wags. Joining me, as always, is Dane and... Super fun to have that nice little bye week to refresh and get ready for some playoff football, wasn't it? Oh, man. Wags, the the bye was phenomenal.
1: It was so nice last week to just sit down and watch other teams fight for their lives, knowing we had a game the following week. But Packers are back to work now, and it's going to be... A game to remember, I think, on Sunday at Lambeau Field against the Seattle Seahawks.
0: Yeah, I I certainly uh, wasn't sure who I wanted to play. I, I always am a little, I said, I'm a little wary of rooting for an uh, opposing team hoping that we're going to get a particular opponent. Uh, Sometimes you have to be careful what you wish for. Uh, All I knew is we were going to get a quality team coming into Lambeau Field this week so uh, you said it. It was nice just to sit back stress-free and not worry too much about uh, who that was going to be because uh, it's going to be all about the Packers, and what they are able to do this week. Um, they're, we said last time they're going to have to play some quality football. It's the playoffs now. Um, so let's get ready to rumble. And it's against an old, familiar foe. Uh, it, come playoff football, uh, it seems like this decade is a perfect way to cap this off, uh, to have the Seahawks coming into Lambeau Field. Yeah,
1: and, and you said it, Wags. I, I didn't really care who was coming into Green Bay first because this time of year, everybody's pretty good at football right and we saw it this last week that Uh, Any given Sunday, any team can win. Um, I I, I look at it. I mean, New Orleans, I don't think anybody thought that they were going to be going home after week one. But they're gone, lost in their own house. So now it's time to take care of business, play physical football, do what the Green Bay Packers can do. And, Wags, I'll be honest with you and and listeners out there, I'm very confident that if we play the way I know this team is capable of playing, we're going to leave Lambeau Field on Sunday uh, with a win. Uh, and playing in the nfc championship game i really believe that so uh, without further ado weggs um, what do you think should we kick this thing off what are you looking at right away here uh what what comes to mind when you think seattle and green bay
0: so it's got to start with the quarterbacks right and it's it's russell wilson and it's aaron Rodgers. And these are two guys that are super competitive, uh, very familiar, uh, and also very similar in a lot of ways. I think Russell is certainly a guy that uh, is going to keep this Seattle team in the game. I I really expect this will be a a very uh, close. game and and a tight battle most of the way I'd be pretty surprised if either team pulls away but you know stranger things have happened I guess uh, even if the score doesn't end up being a a one score game my guess is the game itself will be very very close to the end Um, you know perhaps a, a, a late Uh, turnover or or going for it on fourth down or something can tip it one way or the other but um, it's going to start with with these two guys and and what can they do to keep uh, their offenses going because uh, on the defensive side of the ball at a high level I think both of these defenses can be You know, had at times, but both have um, some some really talented individual players and and both defenses seem to be coming together and and playing their best football at the right time of the year.
1: Yeah. And Wags, I'm looking at uh, you. You're absolutely right. And I I'm a firm believer that this game is going to be won and lost. Uh, in the trenches it's going to be the offensive line and the defensive line you can say that every week I think in the NFL but this week in particular I think both of these teams like to have the ball in their hands of course Um, they're not necessarily built on the huge play although we've seen some out of Metcalf in the last few weeks from Seattle with those big explosive plays on the outside Uh, however uh, I really like our matchups with both our offensive and defensive lines Uh, looking at the Green Bay Packers offensive line to start Um, I think we have a real opportunity uh, to run the football this week against Seattle and that's going to be the key Uh, the last couple weeks we've seen Aaron Jones get a fair number of touches more than he had in the previous weeks Um, and I think this week he may need to get 25 total touches for us to win this football game Um, and I think that he has the ability to do that and to run away with it so uh, look to the offensive and defensive lines Uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Off Packers on the D line. Uh, Wegg's Kenny Clark. Uh, we'll be talking about injuries here. He was a, uh, did not practice a couple days ago. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday night. He was a partial participant uh, today. Uh, he's got a back issue. It's not a new issue. I know it's been flaring up uh, throughout the year, but uh, he's actually missing practice time. So that's somebody that we're going to absolutely need to keep an eye on going into this week because this game truly could be won or lost on the shoulders of somebody like kenny clark who's been playing some of his best football if he can control the line of scrimmage i think that we're going to make for a very long day for russell wilson
0: yeah uh and injuries certainly could play a big part in this game Uh, the packers aside from kenny clark seem to be is relatively healthy as you're going to get this time of year. They have a a whole ton of guys listed here on the injury report this week, I think more than I've seen all season. Uh, Most of them were either full participants or limited participants in practice the last couple of days. So I don't think really anything aside from Kenny Clark to be uh, overly concerned about. Certainly we know uh, Danny Vitale um, and Jamal Williams um, uh, missed the last game of the season, but they're back at practice. Uh, Vitaly did have uh, sit out today, but it was, it was more due to illness. So that could be affecting what some of these guys are listed here as well. So uh, in terms of their limited participation, so, um, but uh, on the Seattle side, um, we're not going to go through all of their injuries, uh, but. Might take uh, too long. (laughs) It might take a little bit too long, but needless to say, uh, they've got a pretty banged up roster honestly though I, i'm not sure it really matters uh, i mean this seems to be a team that's coming together next man up and they're uh again led by a guy like russell wilson and um not my favorite coach in the world but you've got to tip your cap to uh pete carroll and the job that he's doing this year and and uh particularly uh, here at the end of the season to keep this team afloat and not only just to get into the playoffs but uh, Uh, really to be playing some pretty darn good football
1: yeah and uh, speaking of injuries on their side and I I couldn't agree with you more wags that it's almost like uh, one of those scenarios where um, you know we know the NFC North opponents really well but I feel like outside of them maybe Seattle I feel like we match up with them an awful lot whether it's in the regular season or in the postseason Um, looking at them at the running back position they've been decimated by injuries at running back as, as I think has been uh, well documented with Carson going on uh, injured reserve among others uh, but now they've got this Travis Homer kid a six-round pick who, who I think can play some pretty good football for them and then of course Marshawn Lynch uh, beast mode is back um, <coughs> he has been um, back the last couple weeks I've watched him play. He's still a strong runner. He's not the beast mode of pass, but he's certainly uh, not a slouch either. I think he's somewhere in the middle, and the longer that he's around being able to take these hits, I think the better he gets. So he's somebody wags that I think the Packers absolutely need to be paying attention to on Sunday as well.
0: Yeah, and I not to just give someone extra um, attention because of the name, because you know, uh, Marshawn Lynch was out of the league this year uh, for all season until the Seahawks gave him a call a couple weeks ago. The The thing that scares me about a guy like uh, Marshawn Lynch is he seems to just give him an identity and they can that's another thing for that team to just really rally around um and he gives them such an energy and an identity um on that side of the football uh, I was watching him closely to Dane and he's certainly not the player he once was he's not going to be someone that's going to you know break away he was never really a breakaway guy but he was always someone that you had to be concerned about when he got into that second level it's just so hard to bring down um Uh, He's going to cause problems if they're around the goal line. They may know he's going to get the ball, but that still may not be enough to stop him. So um, it's just going to be really incumbent, I think, on the Packers to be able to limit this Seattle Seahawks run game between the 20s. Um, and uh, try to keep the Seahawks out of the red zone as as much as possible, um, because uh, Russell Wilson's so good down there. Um, he can move around, and, and you've got uh, a guy like uh, Marshawn Lynch uh, that can really just pound it in uh, once they get into the the five ten yard line. Um, and, and they've got some big receivers that maybe aren't. Uh, you know the the most established players but uh, clearly as we saw last week I have the talent to be able to get the job done so uh, they should have the full attention of this Packers defensive staff
1: yeah and you know you mentioned Russell Wilson we've talked a bit about him but uh, I think that this team, you know, lives and dies sometimes with his ability. Uh, I think this, this season, Seattle's offensive line is, well, so-so. Uh, they do, I mean, speaking of injuries, they do have a couple guys. Uh, They're starting offensive linemen that did not practice uh, either yesterday, which was Wednesday, or today, which as uh, again was the recordings Thursday. Uh, both uh, their left tackle, Dwayne Brown, and uh, their left guard, Mike Yupati, uh, neither one of those those guys practiced either yesterday or today and that I think might be one of the keys because while Russell Wilson his escapability uh, his his feel in the pocket uh, that's where I think he's uh, really had some bread and butter over the years and then to be able to combine that with very accurate passing uh, he's great at that and even with a so-so or even below average offensive line of times Russell Wilson makes magic happen uh, if they are down either one or both of those left side starting offensive lineman that is a huge plus for the Green Bay Packers Uh, with Zadarius Smith who's been uh, I can't believe it but he's actually somehow stepped it up the last couple weeks more than even earlier in the year Uh, it's an opportunity for again Kenny Clark and then Preston Smith as well um, who has been a little quieter in the sack column the last couple weeks Uh, it gives the Packers that opportunity uh, in addition to and and Rashad Gary and others I think the Packers match up well with a, with a banged-up offensive line, and we're going to be able to give an awful lot of looks to Seattle. And I think that that's where we can really win this game is by forcing Russell into some very difficult situations.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be incumbent on that defensive line to be able to put some pressure because – Coach Patton hasn't really dialed up a lot of blitz packages this year. He's he's played it pretty conservatively and just kept uh, extra guys back in coverage. And uh, in most games, this defensive line has been up to the task. Uh so I, it was funny as you were talking through that um with this running back banged up running back group. It, it it kind of reminds me. I was thinking, you know, if we had a similar game plan To what we saw against the Vikings a a couple weeks ago it literally wouldn't shock me and it could be a a bit frustrating at times to give Russell Wilson a little bit of extra time to throw but I think it's really going to be so important that we don't let him beat us over the top particularly in play action situations and he can uh, the other thing to consider is is if he he's so shifty and he can be so elusive that when he makes you miss on those blitz packages, man, he can just, he can hurt you with his legs so much. Uh, He's not a guy that's going to, you know, uh, certainly uh, lower his shoulder and uh, run a lot of uh, RPOs, but, um, the dude can still get downfield and pick up junk yards with his legs um, and also just kind of flick his wrist for those uh, long passes over the middle, over the top. Um, very accurate, just a super talented player, of course. So, um, And and now with the, the breakout of, of DK Metcalf and, and the connection that uh, they've seemed to be able to establish, not only last week, but um, over the second half of this season, um, that just gives him another weapon uh, to work with. So um, it's going to be a, a big-time test for this Packers defense, but I, I think uh, they're going to want to keep guys back in coverage because that can help contain Russell if he can uh, elude that uh, defensive line pass rush. Now he doesn't have as many running lanes uh, when he's trying to get the ball downfield.
1: Yeah, and Weggs, tell me, would you be shocked if the Packers decided to put a spy on Wilson a little bit? We've seen uh Shandon Sullivan at times this year uh, do some of that. They've mixed in Will Redman uh, and some others as well, but I wouldn't be surprised if Shandon Sh- Shandon Sullivan uh, goes back to that direction at least a little bit in some of these packages just to make sure that Russell's not able to beat us with his feet. Um, he's not quite as shifty as maybe he wants was but he still has that option and maybe they start in that kind of mode uh and if they're able to start to contain him maybe they start to to pull off of that i mean i i think that we're going to give him an awful lot of looks but i think it's going to be an opportunity for some of these guys like a a redman or a a showtime sullivan to to help really contain and it won't show up in the stat sheet but it's the kind of thing that you're not going to let russell wilson the best player beat you on the field
0: yeah, perhaps at times. I mean, I think it depends on the down and distance. Um, Russell's a pretty tough guy to have someone follow all around the field. That's a lot of ground to cover. I, I, I really would expect that it's going to be more, you know, these guys have have to stay home. They've got to stay in their zone. Um, They've got to uh, stay with the receivers that are are, are crossing into their zone uh, and then be communicating really well uh, to hand them off and then uh, uh, step up and be ready to uh, play contain if Russell presses the line of scrimmage. So it's not an easy job, uh, no doubt about it. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I think at certain times it would make a lot of sense uh, if we've got some extra guys drop back in coverage. And and certainly depending on what personnel, the Seahawks send out there too because you've got to cover them first before you worry about Russell uh, running the ball down the field so um, agreed Um, Dane it will be interesting to see uh, who we have out there uh, this week because um, that secondary group is as healthy as it's been now all season yeah, I, I, so I know, Wags, you and
1: I have been talking offline. We might be heading up to Lambeau for the game on Sunday. And uh, when we're there, I am going to be watching uh, Jair Alexander and Kevin King, I think that those guys—they're um, going to have battles going on on both sides of the field there. But I'm really excited to watch how the Packers try to handle both Medcalf and Lockett, two guys that have been able to, um, you know, have quite a bit of success this season. Um, but uh, I don't know—I don't know if we're going to be following those guys around too much with either of those guys, or if we're just going to let them go out there and we line up, and then we just put, you know, we think that our corners can beat their receivers. And I'm inclined to think that they can more. Often than not
0: yeah and we still have to wait and see if raven green is a guy that they end up activating Uh, a recent news here is that it's a a wait and see if he's ready to go so i think they're just keeping a close eye on him in practice this week and uh, to see if if he's going to be ready to contribute that's one more guy to have out there and um uh, certainly um, i think More so than the ability that Raven Green brings to the field, um, it's that communication. That he uh, really just knows this defense inside and out, and can play. Uh, it's just one of those other guys that can play that hybrid position alongside a Will Redman, alongside a Ibrahim Campbell. Um, so it, it, those guys might be fighting to be active on Sunday, which is crazy. Uh,
1: thinking last year we couldn't find safeties off the street, and this uh, year we're like, how, how are we even going to find enough spots for all? Yeah, of them?
0: which one of them is going to have to be deactivated on, on on Sunday might be the question. It's an interesting conundrum and uh, not a bad conundrum to have at that. So, um, yeah, in so, Dane, I think it all starts with the past this week. Um, If the Seahawks are definitely going to try to if I'm them. Um, play some ground and pound as well. They're going to want to make this a lower possession game. Uh, I think we saw that against the Eagles last week. That was a a pretty close game. And frankly, um, the Eagles had an opportunity at the end of that game uh, to either tie or go ahead uh, if they had been able to execute on a couple of possessions on, on that side of the field. So let's kind of switch over to the Packers' offense a little bit. Um, and uh, talk through what some of the keys are going to be. I think you touched a little bit on it earlier. Um, getting a heavy dose of the run game going is, I think, definitely going to be a key to success this week. Wags, I I think you're right. I think
1: it's going to be running the ball, but I'm going to say something right now. I think it's going to be a special day on Sunday. I really do. Um, I... I I, I don't have anything other than a gut feeling right here, but I just think something special is going to be happening at Lambeau. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a very nice game for the Packers. Um, while we are going to need to have a lot of touches, I think, from Aaron Jones and from the running game to to have success in this game, um, this game to me feels like an opportunity for Rodgers and the Packer passing game uh, to, to – get some chunk plays from Seattle, the kind of chunk plays that we were just missing on, uh, on a couple chances against Detroit. Now, uh, the wide receiver position I've seen Detroit or excuse me, Seattle do a nice job of taking away teams, wide receivers at times. Uh, however, um, it seems like Coach LeFleur uh, has been able to position uh, other playmakers throughout the year for us to somehow get some of these victories. And, Wags, I think it just comes together a little bit on Sunday. Um, I think that we're going to see Aaron Rodgers have a higher percentage of throws. Uh, I think he's going to be able to get some chunk plays. And I actually think Devontae Adams could have a very, very nice game against these defensive backs. Uh, I look at the, the uh, pass rush from Seattle. And uh, Jadavian Clowney is no joke. He is a he is just a load uh, of a man, and he is a, he's been a, a great run stopper and pass pass rusher for them. Uh, however, outside of that. I think that our offensive line uh, and all five of those guys look to be healthy going into this game. I think all those five guys are going to be able to play to a man for the most part, giving Aaron Rodgers a little bit more time back there. Um, so uh, just be on the lookout that I think we're going to have an opportunity to run the ball, set the tone early, and that play action is going to get to work in. And Rodgers is going to uh, pick his uh, his spots and make some big splash plays for
0: the Packers on Sunday. Speaking of Rodgers. He came off of a tough outing, uh, one of his uh, toughest outings, I think, as a pro, uh, to be fair. And, I mean, it's it's interesting to say that, but I think that's the reality. Uh, they were able to make enough plays at the end of that Detroit game, and we didn't spend a lot of time recapping that. <laughs> no, uh, we didn't, did we? But uh, I really like the way that he's responded. Um, both after that game and and in in the interviews that I've seen uh, in his comments so far this week, uh, he seems to be very dialed in. And so I am quietly optimistic that we could see Aaron Rodgers rise up a level here. Um, we'll see on Sunday. Um, if he's able to do that, I don't know if I'll be able to contain myself because that will be, I think, uh, a special, um, opportunity. And uh, I think particularly his comments around, you know, you don't know how many of these opportunities you're going to have. And he, I think he really realizes that this is a key Moment for him. And I, I've heard a lot of outside observers um, saying the same thing. And, and he's a smart guy, and I think he gets that. Um, and uh, these last couple of seasons have not been easy on this team or on Aaron. And uh, so uh, getting back in the playoffs and, and knowing that you're two games away, I really expect that we're going to see a vintage Aaron Rodgers performance this Sunday.
1: Yeah. And, and Wags, his quote, whatever it takes. That's what I'm going to do for this team. It's sounding like a guy who is getting some interesting perspective going into this one. To your point, there aren't a lot of opportunities left. And it is special. And this team is uh, 120 minutes from the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, the turnaround from from McCarthy's last season to Coach Lafleur now is absolutely mind-boggling in so many ways for them to be able to bounce in and be here right now in this moment. Um, I don't know if we get the classic vintage Aaron Rodgers four touchdowns, 400 yards. I have a feeling we're going to get an Aaron Rodgers, 275 yards, two or three touchdowns, clean football, um, just a good football game. That's what I'm thinking for him on Sunday. And and I, I don't know if it's going to be those oh my gosh numbers. And I say that because I don't know if they're going to need to be. I think that Aaron Jones has brought something different to this offense and we're going to see potentially for the first time and maybe it's wishful thinking but i really am feeling this that we're going to see four quarters of football from this packer team and i tell you and i think you agree when this team plays four quarters together this team right
0: now they can beat anybody in the league well they already are beating anyone and you could argue they haven't played a four full four quarter clean game yet agreed um and not only I think that's an excellent point, Dane, not only do I not think they need uh, a 400-yard, four-touchdown performance from Aaron Rodgers, I don't think they want that because if that's what they have to do, they're getting away from from what they want to do. And away f- this that means this game has probably gotten away from them a little bit, too. Um, and the Seahawks are dictating perhaps uh, some things on the defensive side of the ball. They're controlling the line of scrimmage, and the only thing that the Packers can do is try to wing the ball around. This is a run-first team uh, right. now, and, and you're, you're 100% right. Um, I'm hoping that we have a, a refreshed and, and fully healthy Jamal Williams back this week. He had the shoulder injury. Um, and I, I mentioned Danny Vitale earlier. Um, so uh, we should not only uh, – we talked about having a, uh, a fresh um, defense and in, in secondary, but it looks like we should have a, a really fresh offensive unit uh, at both the skill positions and the running back position uh, up front on the offensive line and uh, at the wide receiver position. So um, it's going to be, I think, uh, incumbent – Uh, number 12 though to be able to execute on those third down situations because that's really to me been the difference between when this offense looks like it's hit another gear and when we've seen some of those struggles uh, where they don't seem to have that rhythm that they need Um, and uh, so it, it will be interesting to see because Frankly, it talked about Coach McCarthy getting the job down in in Dallas uh, a few days ago. Uh, This offense, statistically, and just uh, even from the eye test, hasn't necessarily been better um, this year than it has been the last couple of years. What I will say, they've been better situationally. Uh, And I think that's been the biggest difference, is they've been excellent in the red zone. They've been able to convert on third more third and short situations um yeah so and 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 i think um overall uh, they've been getting better on third down um throughout the year the concern i have is hang on to that football uh this uh they we've seen a few too many fumbles um, from both Aaron and, and From our skill position players uh, the, This last five or six weeks uh, And that could be a real killer uh, You know that this C- Seattle team is going to be Trying to strip and punch that ball out This week so we, The coaches I'm sure have been stressing Ball security and, and that's going to be A big key as well. well Let's talk a little bit about the weather It's um, We're expecting a bit of a
1: snowstorm Saturday uh, Evening Going into Green Bay. I know that the Packers put out a an ask for fans to come help shovel. Twelve bucks an hour. Uh they need seven hundred fans, uh starting at six AM Sunday morning to help the Packers out. Help
0: pay for those tickets. That's
1: right. Help pay for the tickets we might need to go up there early, (laughs) Wags. (laughs) Pay for ours. Um however folks, you know it's Wisconsin. And, and and things can change pretty quickly. So right now, it's calling for you know snow will be on the ground uh, by the time kickoff, and it's supposed to be about twenty degrees and a light wind, and that's about it. Something tells me we might get a couple snow showers. I I'm not a meteorologist, but I just. This thing's shaping up to be a special game at Lambeau, but even if it's what they're calling for it to be, the snow will be on the ground. It'll be 20 or so degrees at kickoff. Uh, it'll be dark outside. Um, I just I can't think of a better way to spend a Sunday in January than at Lambeau Field playing playoff football.
0: Agreed. Uh, That's just uh, it. Sets the mood. It sets the vibe. I. Uh, I don't think it really matters for the players on either team, to be honest with you. Uh, that's a, a little overblown at this point. Um, uh, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I, I want it to be cold. That's that's the whole Lambo mystique, right? Um, but – yeah, I mean, uh, whether you're on the Packers or the Seahawks, let's be honest, uh, no, none of them have like this big advantage of, of playing in, in January uh, temperatures in Green Bay, and it's not going to be super cold. So uh, I don't see that being something that will necessarily impact the game, but um, if it does and it helps the Packers, uh, I'm I'm not going to be too sad about that either. So um, I don't know. Is there something that I'm missing here, Dane? Or is it more just it just sets the mood or the environment?
1: Weggs, I think that the colder the weather is, the better it's going to be for the Packers. I think that um, I really think it is a game in the trenches this this uh, this Sunday. And I think that running the ball in that cold weather. Um, I I don't know. I just think that there's something about it for the Packers. This team feels like a tough team, maybe tougher than a couple of the past seasons uh, of Packer football that I've seen. These are the kind of guys that seem to have a chip on their shoulder that play up to the moment in a way that we maybe haven't seen in the last few years. And I think it's an attitude and it's a mindset. I don't expect a lot of sleeves on Sunday from Green Bay.
0: Okay, (laughs) cool. I... Agreed. So I, I'm not don't want to be a downer at all. I'm just thinking back to uh, you know negative four degrees against the Forty ers five years ago, and that wasn't a whole lot of fun. <laughs> different team wins, <right? laughs> <laughs> different team. So anyway, but uh, yeah, for sure. And um, I, I, again, the key is going back to those ball security issues um, and the drop passes. If that ball is a little slick, it's a little slippery, it's a little harder to catch and secure, it's just going to be, and that can affect guys on both sides, but the focus has to be at another level, and who knows, maybe it helps because you're coming into the game understanding that that's what they're going to be dealing with, so it just uh, takes it to another level in terms of making sure that they're hanging on to that football. Wags, is it prediction time? What do you think? Let's go for it. I think you should go first this time. I'm going first, huh? Yeah, so I, I want to hear
1: what you have to say. It's gonna be a close game. It's gonna be a uh it's gonna be a battle. Um however, I think that um we're gonna win by a touchdown. I think the Packers win twenty four to seventeen. Um, We control the ball. We control the clock. I think in the fourth quarter, we run the ball. We run the clock out, um, and I don't think that Russell Wilson gets another chance with the ball in his hands. I think the Packers get the ball back with about four, four and a half minutes, and they don't give it back again. Lambeau Field gets very quiet when the Packers have the ball, and then Lambeau Field gets very loud when the Packers go to the NFC Championship game.
0: Yeah, uh, very close to what I was thinking, Dane. So we're aligned again. There's no reason for me to have this score in mind based on what we've seen. <laughs> but I'm going to go 27-17. to It's going back to what I said earlier. This game, I expect to be very close the whole way. Um, I think the, the leads will go back and forth. Both teams will lead at certain times. And it's going to be the Packers winning 20-17 to uh, with the ball in the fourth quarter. Um, and they're going to go down with a game-winning touchdown drive to seal it. Um, Russell might get the ball back and be able to chuck it around for the last minute or so. I don't think they're going to score a touchdown to make a close at the end, um, but it's it's going to be a very close game. I, I agree with you. I have to tell you, Dane, I do not want to see Russell Wilson with the ball uh, last. This feels like a game that you don't want to be the team that's playing defense last. <laughs> um, I agree. Uh, either side. I, I mean, I think both teams have some solid. I think both teams have a solid defense. No, neither defense is you know amazing, but I think they both have some solid defenses that have been playing some pretty good football. That said. I don't want to be the team that has to stop that other quarterback uh, with the game on the line. So um, for the sake of all of Packer Nation, let's just hope that uh, from a game flow, game flow perspective, uh, we're the team that has the ball uh, and that we make that. A solid drive, four, five, six-minute scoring drive, uh, mid to late in the fourth quarter to seal this one.
1: I love it, Wags. I love it. Uh, any bold predictions or player shout-outs? I've got one in my back pocket if he's able to go. Uh, Danny Vitali's getting a touchdown on Sunday.
0: Playoff time, you got to give those big boys the ball right you now oh, by the goal line. You know, I it. love it. It's uh, kind of an homage to uh, Johnny Kuhn, right? It
1: is. <laughs> I mean, fullbacks, this is what they were born to do score touchdowns at Lambeau in
0: the winter. Yeah. <laughs> Make fullbacks great again. That's right. I love it. Um, well, I, I think um, I'm not going to predict a defensive touchdown, but I do think that uh, Russell Wilson will give us the ball at least a, a time or two. And um, so I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, I think uh, young Darnell Savage is going to make his uh, uh, footprint and make himself known and have an impact here in his first career playoff game. Uh, Come up with a big pick uh, in the third quarter. It's going to be a key moment. Um, You know, if it's like I said, I expect this to be a close game. It might go back and forth a little bit. um, And uh, perhaps it's a moment where it's looking like Seattle's going down to drive. uh, Darnell Savage comes up with a key interception uh, to kind of hold them off and give the Packers an opportunity to go back and, and swing it back their way.
1: I have butterflies in my stomach talking about this game. I'm going to be a nervous wreck by Sunday afternoon, Wags.
0: It's going to be a good thing that you're going to be in the stadium because (laughs) (laughs) when you're surrounded by 70,000 other Packers faithful, um, it doesn't make you less nervous, but you just have to kind of uh, hold it all in. Hold it a little bit at least, right? (laughs) Yeah, so uh,
1: we'll see. Uh, But, uh, I mean... If we're listeners, if you're not enjoying this season, I mean, I don't know what you want. This is this is as good as it gets right now. Uh, they're winning football games again. They've got uh, so much on the line. Uh, this is your right wags. And I think that Rogers feels it, too. It's a legacy moment for him right now, personally. But for this franchise, getting here and showing that Matt LaFleur was the right hire is incredible. But now, the North was not enough, and you got to take care of business, especially at home, and let the chips fall where they're going to fall, out west in California, and then the Packers take any takers, but they got to take care of business first against Seattle on Sunday.
0: Yeah, um, and speaking of Coach Lafleur, um, that's one final observation I guess I was going to have. This is a coaching staff, first opportunity together to prepare for a playoff game. It's a whole nother level. And coming off of a bye week, it's going to be, you know, a really telling story, I think, to see how prepared this team looks uh, when they take the field on Sunday and uh, are they ready to go. Sometimes it's tough when you have that week off, Um, you just get out of that rhythm a little bit. And this has been a team that has struggled uh, to find that consistent rhythm all year. Um, So... We can't afford to start off slow. Uh, So um, I will be anxious to see um, how they look. Early on and it might not be a, a lot of scoring Happening early but if we're moving The football a little bit offensively and if This defense uh, looks like they're dialed In and ready to go and there there's not You know communication issues or, or Big plays that things are breaking Down um, that that will I think really um, You know uh, make me Feel a lot better about how This game might turn out at the end but Listen uh, <laughs> At the end of the day, this is a a quality Seattle team, and we could get a good performance from Aaron Rodgers. We could get a solid performance from this defense, uh, but the Packers are still going to need to have some – it comes down to a couple plays, and they're going to have to have a couple of those plays go their way. Aren't they, Dane, because – you know, uh, things can happen and, you know, a, a fumble here or, uh, you know, a uh, drop pass there um, can can really change the outcome of, of, of what can end up happening at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, playoff football is completely unpredictable. And that's what makes it playoff football is great teams can sometimes look not so great. Teams that are ugly can look pretty and everything in between. So uh, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I mean, please tell a friend, share it rate us on on uh on on all your apps here and and follow us on social media. Uh you can follow us on Instagram Lombardi's Legends or or Twitter or, or Facebook and uh, and please like it, share it, tell your friends because this has been just a pleasure of a season and there's no stopping us now, Wags.
0: Yeah, we're we're not stopping here, right? So um yeah, and stay tuned. Uh we uh, uh you know, plan to be continuing to talk about uh a, an upcoming game next week hopefully uh, but uh win or lose this weekend uh we will continue to have some content uh coming your way so stay tuned for that special guests maybe yeah um for sure um and um uh, definitely want to keep talking some packer football so stay tuned um, and uh, again Uh, We're optimistic and and certainly hoping that we get to continue talking about this season um, for at least a few more weeks.
1: Yeah, so if you're going to the game, please drive safe there, drive safe back. If you're shoveling on Sunday morning, thank you for doing that. You're part of the team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So, Dane, any other closing thoughts? No, I'm not ready for this season to end. It's been one of the most satisfying seasons of my life. So, Wags, I'm just ready to continue this thing going, but we got to take business on Sunday first.
0: Absolutely. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.